For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. That's a winner. Well, not much of a winner, but we'll take it. It's a winning day. We go two, two, and one on the card. Let's recap it real quick. First of all, we start with our dog of the day. We actually cashed one. Yes, the Arizona Diamondbacks get the job done. And oh, what a roller coaster it was. Bumgardner gets tossed after one. We're down. Then we're up. Then we're down. Then we had a two-run homer in the ninth, and we get the win. And oh, did that feel good. Nice to get a plus side play home at a plus 130. On the run line, we had the White Sox. They led four to three, and I thought they could push that fifth one home, but they just couldn't get it in, and we end up losing the bet. The White Sox win the game four to three, but we lose on the run line, so our plus 135 does not cash there. The Rays and the A's, well, we get the total home. It stayed under the seven, so we cashed that one with our Twitter friend, Rich. By the way, thank you, Rich. He was my insider yesterday. He called it. He sent me a special note saying to trust the Jays one more time against the Yankees. So it was not an official podcast play, of course, but I did throw a little bit of money against the Yankees and cashed on the Jays last night. So thank you, Rich. Very good call on that one. Then Texas in the first five. Well, I think we called this part right. Martin Perez was dominant again. What an outstanding pitching performance. The problem, it took the team extra innings before they actually won the game. It was 0-0 after five innings. So unfortunately, our first five plus 155 play with the Rangers ends up pushing. So that's our best day with our dogs of the day in a while. We cashed the full game dog of the day and we push the first five dog of the day. Then the under four, Seattle and Houston, uh, we lose that one. We paid heavy juice there. I didn't feel good laying the heavy juice to begin with. And then even though I like Brash's speed and velocity throwing the baseball, he needs to find the strike zone. I don't think I'm going to touch him, at least betting on him anytime soon until he gets those control issues uh, under control, I should say. So we win $20.90 for the day, and we take profit, and now we move on to the next. But before we do so, I have to mention the Kentucky Derby Special Edition podcast that dropped last night. Thank you again to our guy, Larry, from New York for joining us. I stepped on Larry a couple times on the podcast. I'm not accustomed to working with someone, and then there was a computer lag, so I apologize for that. That was not me trying to be insensitive. Trust me, Larry was a wealth of information. He did an outstanding job. He gave us a a good pick, I think, for the Kentucky Oaks. I researched it a little bit. And then he also picked my five-horse, $1 try box that I do every year for the Derby. He covered it all. Move over, Hank Goldberg. Larry's locked in. Larry included lots of fun facts uh, about the 10-horse Zandon. I'll add one more. His owner is from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Yes, that's near my old stomping grounds. I spent many weekends at Canterbury Park from Thursday night all the way through Sunday with Paul Allen informing me they're in the gates and they're racing. Yes, can't wait for the Derby on Saturday. 
If you missed that podcast, once again, please go back and listen to Larry from New York break down the Kentucky Derby. Then prize picks. Quick note here. I honestly think that I'm cursed when I post my plays on Twitter. I played three entries yesterday. I lost two miserably, and I maybe don't have thick enough skin because I took a little heat for losing those two plays. So I didn't post my third play at night. And of course, that's the one that hits the four-player entry. I don't get it. I don't mean to not post winners. That's not what I try to do. Yeah, but when I have such a bad day, I feel like I'm almost embarrassed, and I shouldn't have done that. So I apologize on the prize picks front. Uh, but now, let's get to the card for Thursday. I'm done rambling. Your dog of the day. It is the Seattle Mariners over the Tampa Bay Rays at a plus 120. So for Tampa Bay, it's Shane McClanahan going for the Rays. One and two on the season, a 3.00 ERA and a 1.00 whip. An excellent 3.36 ERA on the road last season and a 1.50 ERA on the road this season. For Seattle, it's my guy, Robbie Ray. He goes for the Mariners, just two and two so far with a 4.15 ERA and a somewhat disappointing 1.25 whip. He finally increased that strikeout number last time out, fanning eight against the Marlins. He has a 3.00 ERA at home this year. Last year with the Jays, he had a 2.5 ERA at home during his Cy Young season. So as most of you know, I'm a Twins fan and I'm a Rays fan from my time living in Tampa. I even have a cardboard cutout from the COVID year at the TROP in my office of me, of course, at the TROP on the third baseline. The Rays are the fifth best hitting team against lefties this year, but the Rays faced Robbie Ray six times last year with limited success including the middle four starts where Ray went 28 innings and only gave up four runs to Tampa. I had the under circled in this game, but Robbie Ray at home on the plus side, this might be his breakout start the Mariner fans have been waiting for. I'm going to take Seattle plus the 120 over Tampa Bay. Next up, it's your run line. We're going to play the Colorado Rockies minus the one and a half over the Washington Nationals at a plus 150. So for Washington today, it's Aaron Sanchez going for the Nats. He's one and one, a 6.75 ERA over just nine and a third innings with opponents hitting 343 at the big league level. He went 15 innings this year in AAA and opponents still hit over 300 there as well. For Colorado, it's Antonio S. Yeah, I'm going to butcher the last name, so I'll try to avoid Sensalita. Yeah, yeah, that's the best I can do anyway. He goes for the Rockies. Two and one on the year, a 3.66 ERA, and a very ugly 1.83 whip. Last start against Cincinnati, well, it was much better. Most people do better against the Reds, I guess. Six and a third innings, only one run. His home ERA is a 1.84 this year. His home is in Colorado, so that's impressive. Last year, in the Mile High City, he had a 3.97 ERA at home. So, as we know, Colorado is not an easy place to pitch. I think this might be a long day for Mr. Sanchez of the Nats. So I'm going to take the Rockies at home, minus the one and a half at a plus 150. Next up, it's your game under. It is the Detroit Tigers and the Houston Astros under the eight and a half, weighted at a minus 115. So for Detroit, it's Tarek Skubal going for the Tigers. One and two on the season, a 3.05 ERA and a 1.21 whip. Two bad starts, giving up 11 runs. Seven of them earned. Two good starts going 11 and two-thirds innings, giving up no earned runs. On the road this season, very nice 2.53 ERA and a 1.13 whip. Last year on the road, not so good. 
a 5.55 ERA. For Houston, it's Jose Uquiti going for the Astros, 2-1 on the season, a 5.95 ERA and a 1.42 whip. Not the best-looking numbers. His two bad starts, he went nine innings, gave up 10 runs. Last season, he had a 3.35 ERA at home. This year, teams are hitting 100 points higher against him than last year, so that needs to change. Both pitchers have significant flaws so far this season, but both pitchers also has have proven upside. The Tigers are hitting 24th in the league, hitting 216 against righties. The Astros are 24th in the league, hitting just 204 against lefties. I can support the first five under, but I'm going to take the game under eight and a half between the Tigers and the Astros. Next up, it is your first five under, and we're going to play the Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers under the four, weighted a minus 105. So to clarify, I'm not betting on the Reds. I'm betting a game involving the Reds, but I'm not betting on them. I just think I went Pete Rose on you with that answer. So here we go. Cincinnati, it's young Hunter Green going for the Reds. One and three this season, a 6.0 ERA and a 1.61 whip. 18 innings pitched. Opponents are hitting 260 against him with 22 Ks, but his 10 walks frustrate me. Record-setting velocity has been down in the last couple of games, but now they've given him a couple extra days between starts, so that might help with that. For Milwaukee, it's Adrian Hauser going for the Brew Crew. He's 2-2 two and two on the season with a 2.53 ERA and a 1.17 whip. 0.77 ERA at home this year, a 2.81 ERA at home last year. Getaway day in Milwaukee. I'm going to take the first five under before the Reds bullpen can ruin it. We're going Cincinnati and Milwaukee under the four at a minus 105. Then your first five-inning dog of the day, we're going to take the Boston Red Sox over the LA Angels at a plus 125. So Oatani goes for the Angels, two and two on the season, a 4.19 ERA. This start was actually pushed back a couple days because of injury. Never a good thing. Only two starts on the road this year, but they're not the best. Nine and two-thirds innings, six runs. Last year, his home ERA was a 1.95. His road ERA was a 5.02. This one's at Fenway. For Boston, it's Rich Hill returning to the mound. 0-1 on the season, a 3.71 ERA this year. All four starts have lasted between four innings and four and two-thirds innings. His last two starts, eight innings total, no runs. Not bad for a 42-year-old. Maybe Hill sees better during the day like most of us aging. Whatever the reason, his day ERA has been significantly better since 2018. This is a day game. The Angels are playing good baseball, but I give the pitching edge to Boston in the first four. Hopefully, they give me five today. We're on the Red Sox over the Angels at a plus 125. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. Your dog of the day, we're on the Seattle Mariners over the Tampa Bay Rays at a plus 120. Your run line of the day, we're on the Colorado Rockies minus the one and a half over the Washington Nationals at a plus 150. Your game under, we're on the Detroit Tigers and the Houston Astros under the eight and a half, weighted at a minus 115. Your first five under, we're on the Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers under the four at a minus 105. And your first five, dog of the day, we're on the Boston Red Sox over the LA Angels 
at a plus 125. So that's your card for a Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.